What's going on, Button Mashers? I'm Mr. Gamer. And I'm Kitty Duvall. And welcome to episode 154 of SBR Reports. X marks the leak. You know, that's double funny because of the one piece. <laughs> <laughs> do I start doing, do I start, do, do we start with the TikTok like stance now that like, I've, I've been seeing most of the um, fucking um, language. I know language. Sure. I am working on things. <laughs> I have a lot to work on. Also introducing our guests from Kyber Arts, we have... I'm Blue. I'm Bryson. Two Bs. Yeah, B&B. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> right. on the show, Mr. Gamer and Katie DeVal. Thank you very much for joining us. So um, we are going to get right into the thick of it. Um, so... <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you did. I know you did. Sorry. There was an attempt. There was a very, very delicious attempt. But okay, as always, we, <laughs> as always, we are definitely want you all to join up on the Discord. That is going to be put in the uh, podcast description link in every single place that you are enjoying uh, this lovely podcast. And let's actually get into the first article that we have, which is about PlayStation's state of play. Now, obviously, we have. We have some Sony ponies and we have the X boners. I don't know exactly where you two gentlemen fall in that camp. Oh man, Bryson, you want to go first? Sony ponies. Yeah. So okay, like okay, so that was actually kind of quick in the response. Yeah. So is that like one hundred percent love for Sony, hatred for Xbox, or you're just like, man, it's not a big deal? That is one hundred percent love for Sony, hatred for Xbox. Hatred. Yeah, that's a strong word. Okay, no, I asked. I guess if Xbox has no haters, we all know. Homies. <laughs> <laughs> like there's, there will be one. They are apparent. They out there with love. Oh. Oh. One thing. <laughs> I was gonna say one thing about Bryson. He's he's a Sony pony. My experience with Bryson is Sony pony, one hundred percent. And yeah, just like you said, he's a Xbox. But I believe that Bryson's objective with all of that. <laughs> so that's why he's so much fun to be around and talk to games about because because he's he, he doesn't just say it. He's got stuff to talk about with it too. So yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't stand on hate. That's a really strong word. I wouldn't stand on it unless I really except when asked about xbox i mean to have hate for something is to have compassion so therefore there is love there oh um sure we'll take that sure i had a lot of time in improv classes growing up you know what you know what we'll take that so with okay so with that being said I took a look at the PlayStation State of Play as someone who does not have a PS5 yet. It, it's and more used to be a Sony pony long time ago. Yes, yes. There was definitely a time where I was like, Microsoft is stupid. Why would I leave, you know, Ratchet and Clank and Sly Cooper and you know, then I tasted mm -hmm. the Xbox inter um, you know, interface and it's it's not bad. Now, I will say Personally, for me, just right off the bat, can we be done with Resident Evil? Thank you for showing that we're going to be getting more Resident Evil. I appreciate that. Thank you. Can we be done? 
I mean, with this particular Resident Evil, because I think that's the main issue. Yeah, it's just four. Like, thank you. Like, thank you. I, I'm glad that the game is being revived for new people. Don't get me wrong. But yikes. How many times have I seen Resident Evil 4 and then it remade and then remade in VR? Like, I'm... Remade, uh, remix. Yeah, I'm, wicka, I'm, wicka. I'm, I'm good. But w was there anything in particular that you gentlemen were like, okay, yes, I'm in this. G give this to me now. Like, what, what from that article was like, ooh, ah. Yeah, you want to go first? No, go ahead, Sony Pony. I'll follow up. <laughs> oh, here we go. Well, I actually was really surprised by this state of play because, you know, as someone who's following Sony all the time. The showcases are the big things, and the state of plays, they're usually kind of disappointing, to be honest. Um, why, would you say that they're, why would you say that they're usually disappointing? I don't, it's almost different every time. I think it might just be, they, they have a lot of light announcements in state of plays. The last two, this one was actually really good, and the one before that one, I think the one where they, I think that might have been when they, showed some some Street Fighter Six for the first time or something like that, but usually it's Sony. Sony's like like Terrence will say, Sony doesn't talk much, right? So when they come out and say, "Hey, we have some new information for you guys," us Sony fans are really hyped because anything could be said. It feels like we don't know what we're gonna get, um, and where there's certain things we want to hear. There's lots of studios, PlayStation Studios, that haven't really they don't really say much they don't give us any info so it's really easy to get hyped up for these state of plays and the majority of the time we don't get that <laughs> we don't we don't they save their playstation studio games for their showcases so it just kind of feels disappointing and the right thing to do would be to go into it like okay you know what you're gonna get you're gonna get some third party stuff you're gonna get you know, some, some indie games just be there for that. But it's just so easy to slip into speculation when you don't hear anything for a long time. But this one was actually really, I didn't even watch this one live. I was actually working, yeah. but I didn't plan on watching it live anyway, because I guess all the disappointing state of plays kind of built up. So I wasn't really <laughs> hyped for this one. But this one was actually like, I think one of their best, if not the best, state of play they've ever put on. With Final Fantasy, um, with some good VR titles, and of course Spider-Man. I think it was pretty solid. Can I ask, which, um, which VR titles did you think was good? Because that was what I was going to get into. I don't really have a desire to play Resident Evil 4 outside of VR. And Dreams, I've talked uh, to you about dreams all the time. I love yes, dreams. Yeah, yeah. So seeing some more dreams VR support is really cool to me. So Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, like when I looked at the rest of the VR list, you know, they have um this Avatar game, uh Frontiers of Pandora. We're talking about the blue people, not the awesome cartoon. Is um, it, is there, <laughs> I was gonna is say you gotta you gotta be very yeah. specific. Oh no! Not, oh, sorry, it's not VR for that. I'm excuse me. I, I read that wrong. It's not VR for that one. It was um, VR for the other one underneath it. But that game looked kind of corny. It was the um, Ghostbusters one. Sorry. Yeah, the at. Ghostbusters is a game that they've made inside of Dreams. 
So mm. it's just like, if you have dreams, you can hop into dreams and play this Ghostbusters thing. I'm not really too hyped for that. <laughs> but I just like to see dreams getting support. So if they're putting more investment into dreams some kind of way through these licensed games, sure. That's cool. Yeah. I hear you. Um, as far as like things I was hyped for, I, well, I didn't get to mention it before, but I'm I'm not necessarily a Sony pony. I wouldn't even say I'm an ex-boner either. I, I like to call myself a uh, polygamerist. So I'm just kind of wherever the wind blows. Um, oh, yeah. boy. But, uh, the Respect. Wind, <laughs> what I'm really um, liking uh, from what I'm seeing here is the Ghostbusters. Uh, not the, I'm so stupid. I just said the, the Helldivers. Sorry, Helldivers 2. I've, I haven't played the first one, but the gameplay on this one looks like... Um, it almost looks like... Outsiders. Outri- Outriders. Yeah, Outriders. Out, it, yeah. Outriders, Destiny, um, but with just a lot more going on and a lot more yeah. danger in the in the in the mix. So I think it's yeah, it's, it's probably a halfway point between Outriders and Destiny, which is I think it's something to be desired. I, I, even though Outriders in general was kind of bad, the game it was so itself, lukewarm on mm, delivery. Yeah, but the gameplay itself yeah. and the movement was so much fun, and that's kind of what I'm oh, yeah. seeing in yeah. Helldivers. And I'm like, look, I, I want to take a look at that. I'm gonna see what's going on. What's going on? I thought um, Foam Stars was cute. I, I'm, I'm not too. Foam stars. Yeah, it looks super cute. You know, because I don't do too many. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And and it's only because it's it's a switch. I, I got other powerful things to to work on, and. I only play the Switch for things I, for games I can't get anywhere else. And not saying like, okay, I can't get Splatoon there. I can play any kind of shooter that I really enjoy in any other console. But I can't play Smash Brothers on any other console. You see what I'm saying? So that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I got the Switch for. But going back to uh, Foam Stars, I think that looks really cute. That looks like a lot of fun. You know, any, any game with your friends. You're going to hear me say this a lot. it's free to play? It is supposed to be, I believe. I think it is supposed to be free to play, but I'm not. It, it's a they just announced the open beta, so you know how yeah. betas go nowadays. This could happen for a whole year, and then they start charging for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But I think, yeah, right. <laughs> My last um, highlight, I'd have to say, and it's only because I'm a fan of the JRPG series, but the Tales series, um, Tales of Arise getting an expansion. I think it's pretty dope. Um, Honestly, truly, truly. Oh, the amount of hours I put in that but game. But it's so good. But it hurts. Tales games are like the main yeah. reason to stay on Sony. Okay, Tales of, Sim- Tales of Symphonia. I hear you. Don't like, get me wrong. Like, Tales of Symphonia, my first love. I feel like Final Fantasy and Tales are the only things I care about, but I'm not about to drop money on a PS5. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 don't, and, and don't get me wrong. Like I like the, you know... Red, blue, and white they got with the face plates. Because, um, hey, it's better than what Xbox has. <laughs> I mean, look, I um, mean we'll get systems, there. You when, slap a sticker on it that looks better than all that crap. Unfortunately. Well, see, I'm not allowed to put stickers on my consoles. Oh, Laptops, yes. Consoles, no. You're mean. I know. But <laughs> now, unfortunately, what I want to say is, ooh, Spider-Man. But I feel like that's just like. Okay, how long you has just, this game been out? 
you just breathe and it's just like Sony Spider-Man. It's just an, a, you just, you just, it just, thank you. You just say it. So it's just like, oh yes, Sony is showing off something with their hardware. Of course, they're going to be slapping Spider-Man on. It's it. like Ooh. the Enter the Spider-Verse got so popular and now. Okay, it, don't eat, please. Can, can I not? Am can, I wrong? I, am I wrong? Oh, but it hurt. Am I wrong? But it hurt. I think this game was good. Outside of, I was going to say despite, but I'm going to say outside of into the uh, into the Spider Verse. Yeah, oh, there was, 100%. There was cross promotion, but like the first Spider Man was phenomenal. The Miles Morales, I didn't get to finish playing it because my PlayStation Four, blah blah blah, another podcast. But um, those games are great. Those games are amazing. Like I put so much time into. I don't put that much time into single player games when I'm playing on my Xbox. But PlayStation is almost, almost primarily for my single player games. You know. I mean the I amount. Mean, it of, makes sense. That's where all the good JRPGs be. The amount and, of times. Yeah. The amount of times you've told me specifically about. Oh my God, gamer, have you have have you heard about Fire Emblem? Okay, like well, let me tell you. Okay, <laughs> so here's the thing. Like I remember. I vividly, vividly remember. Are you an elephant, Mister Gamer? Am I an elephant? Because you remember a lot of things. Whoa. Whoa. Really? Was that? Is is? Whoa. Oh. You know what? <laughs> All right. And I think on that note, um let's... Yeah, we we all Sony a little too much. Let's 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 talk about let's oh. talk about this delicious messiness that's going on over in Xbox Land. So I love a good mess. So as reported on both wire.com and kotaku.com, there were several different leaks coming out of the wonderful Xbox environment one of the important ones that caught my eye was the fact that microsoft considered buying nintendo and i mr gamer i'm gonna have to say yeah no son nah nah it's the way they were just casually talking about it that was just like wow like we to could be in corporations it's freaking crazy it's nothing to them they just see dollar signs like yes to acquire them would be most good for us like are y'all super villains is that what corporations like i mean think about it though right <laughs> I, when, I, when i say think about it i mean like yeah i'm before i start this i am <laughs> <not> defending <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, th those are always th those are always the best when it starts off with wait before I start before I finish this sentence before I please understand y'all cancel me this is what I'm trying to say alright <laughs> but um I, I guess what I'm trying to say is these are I believe predictable moves and predictable um, mindsets for people at the top of the capitalistic game. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh yeah. Trying to acquire mm -hmm. Nintendo, I think it's a good. If if they could have done it, it would be a great move for them. I think it's interesting for them how they were talking about it back in I think it was 2020. Mm -hmm. the, the things that they were saying, it really me reading it, it felt like oh they. They are in a good position to buy Nintendo. That's yeah. right. And I think there was something they brought up in, in, in those emails, um, something about playing the long game and yes. Nintendo's going to mm -hmm. have to learn that their hardware is what carries them and things like that. And I think Nintendo's in a different place now. Nintendo just had the, the big Mario movie that is going to, you know, I, I think that would 
it really helps their brand. You're going to you're going to be seeing that version of Mario a lot more oh, in advertising. You know, please, please note that the Mario you saw in that movie mm-hmm. tied in with the retirement of the voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're I going to be seeing that yeah. new. This is going to be the new paint to put over Mario for the next generation. Oh, I was going to actually say, given that uh, 2020 is also when Animal Crossing kind of just about to on the that. map, it makes so sense. They're like. That. They're like sitting here in the bushes, and Nintendo will probably because I feel like before that Nintendo was kind of Nintendo was did not have the teetering. way. Yeah, Nintendo had nowhere near the way that the unfortunate, the the the, the unfortunateness of COVID tied in with. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's Animal Crossing at that moment. Mm-hmm. It was it was just perfect. Wings, the wind under their wings. They just did, <laughs> and then they blew, and then they blew up. And then, just like Bryson said, you had the movie, which just was like people who didn't play the games now. Well, now they saw the movie at the bare minimum. Bare minimum, they saw the movie. Thank you. Oh, God. Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. Tears of the Kingdom. Because what Zelda, Zelda, Legend of Zelda can sell anything, quite frankly. Uh, I I hate that. I really hate that. The fact that, I mean, here's the problem. The problem is that it's true. And the problem <laughs> yeah. is that they did it because they were like, let's slap the Legend of Zelda on top of Dynasty Warriors. And they did it. That and it worked. Fun. And I can't speak on the new game, Tears of the Kingdom, but when they dropped Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild is a great game. Like, beyond it just being Zelda, it was really the first Zelda game that I put hours and hours into, so... I would say I, I I agree with you, and I would also like to add, coming from someone with an IT background, what they were able to do from a development standpoint for Tears of the Kingdom on the Switch's hardware is astounding. Mm-hmm. And I would also like to add, this also comes, this also, I'm I'm still saying this statement after the unfortunate news of how Mortal Kombat looks on the Switch versus other hardware, which that's a hardware thing. But the fact of the matter is there is the capability to have very detailed, rugged, and powerful games running on this little thing. And and, and yes, and I am actually happy, just purely based off of um, my dislike of monopolies, that Nintendo was not considering getting... I'm sorry that Microsoft did not actually get Nintendo. I don't think Nintendo would have sold, but yeah. the the idea, like just the idea that Big Shark Microsoft is trying to eat Nintendo, that just would have done too many things to Sony. And let's face it, Sony's ego is already big. I would like to look on the bright side of Microsoft buying Nintendo and think, oh, maybe if Microsoft bought Nintendo... The, the hardware would get better for the new Switch or something like that. There's some good things to come out of it. Maybe the they can the infrastructure. More. Yeah, you know, they're they're yeah. Oh my goodness, it is. It is. It really is. Because I, I have no faith in the Xbox division. I have no faith in that side of Microsoft. So when I think of them buying new IP, just going off of history, I'm going to imagine that this. They're gonna kill these franchises. I imagine that studios mm-hmm. are gonna collapse. 
So I think if the, the little part of me that is a Nintendo fan, I don't want them to buy it, even though maybe on paper it could have been cool. Uh, oh, no, I'm the resident Nintendo fangirl. Um, now, nah, Xbox can stay over there. Microsoft can mind their own <laughs> business. Like, they, they're they okay. They don't need nothing more. Another leak that we had was an email that Phil Spencer had in regards to AAA game publishers losing their mojo. Um, according to Phil Spencer, AAA publishers were slow to react to the disruption of digital storefronts like Steam and the shops built into Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, according to him, they have not found a way to effectively cross-promote. They have not found a way to build publisher brands that drive consumer affinity. I have been saying this from the beginning. Xbox is all about, hey, do what you want to do. Just come do it with us. Just come do it with our infrastructure. Just come do it on xCloud. Just come do it in Azure. Whatever you do, put it on Game Pass. Day one, baby. How many eyes you want on that? I got you. That has been the game from the beginning. Yeah. You know what? No, that's not true. It, it was not the game from the beginning. Like 2019. It, yeah, it was, yeah, it was... It was Microsoft's. It was Microsoft's heel turn when Sony became the big powerhouse. Yeah, and they and Microsoft said, "You know what? We're not in this console game anymore." They, they I'm not gonna. This is gonna sound like I'm giving them props, but I'm not. Okay, they changed the rules of the game. They said, "Okay, let's be the biggest or the best. Excuse me, not biggest. The best infrastructure. Let's be the best service." That's what they yes. said. We're going to go to a streaming service. We're going to hey, be the, the best that's, service. That's, that's, that stuff looks kind of cool. Let's do that idea and make it better. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what, what is, isn't there some sort of quote like uh, good art, good artists copy, great artists steal? Something like that. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and here's the thing, though. Purely with the indie game, Lies of P, that we definitely... Um, definitely did not forget to uh, put in there, which is on Game Pass right now, everyone. Yeah. A beautiful, beautiful Souls-like game with an interesting take on Pinocchio and Geppetto and things like that. Com I want you to completely forget what you think you know about that fairy tale. Even that little cricket, completely throw that out and then just slap a big... Um, oh, was that that creepy game you were playing? Um, with the puppet-like things? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yep, Lies of P. Oh, um, absolutely yeah. the fuck not. I mean, if that's your cup of tea, cool. Did what? I use our one swear for the show? Yes, I think you did. Dang. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so how many of you guys have played uh, Lies of P? I've been on it this week. I have. It is. So it's the, it's the second Souls game that I'm really trying to get into. Like, I beat Remnant 2, okay. and, and I've yet to figure out the proper mechanics as far as, like, okay, what is the window into which I should really be trying to dodge? Like, can I get two hits on this boss or three and then having to dodge? But I will say I'm, I'm enjoying myself. The deaths don't take very long because it's a Souls game. You're going to yeah. die a lot. That's the but... Plan. But the fact that I go back into it so 
<laughs> Perdona me. We we aren't all we aren't all gifted with the get good gene. So unfortunately, yes, some of us die a lot. But the fact that I respawn so quickly, I don't feel so bad. And the typical uh, penalty for death, which is like your blood, your soul, your insert MacGuffin item here. You know, is going to be sitting, you know, sitting at the entrance for you to just try again. Like, okay, yeah, I can dig it. I I want to see if I can actually beat this game. Like, let's see how frustrated Lies of P gets me. Because so far, it's interesting enough where there's like 13% immersion. Like, but again, I just started. I, I just got to like the hub esque area so that's kind of where where i am with that um unfortunately this game isn't necessarily uh kitty duvall's cup of tea absolutely not i will cry <laughs> i will cry so much there will be tears well I'm, well we can't have that my waterproof <laughs> mascara will suddenly not be my waterproof like no <laughs> Mm-mm. So, another <laughs> I hate creepy puppets. Oh Jesus! Another leak that I definitely want to make sure uh, that we talk about was how Microsoft underestimated Boulder's Gate Three. I didn't see that one. I saw the one about I, their console looking like a circle. I like, feel like that headline was kind of exaggerated. Oh yeah, yeah. I, when they say. Yeah, it would it didn't it doesn't mean second rate. And that's what a lot of people yeah. kept saying. It does not mm-hmm. mean second rate. It means second yeah, different rate. things. Yeah, and I think it was like Larian was trying to do something on Stadia, I think it was, and that's what he was making a note of. He wasn't saying that it was crappy. He was just saying they were doing that over at Stadia. And and that that's what I that's what I read and understood from uh from a lot of these cuz the, even... Go ahead. I was going to say the titles really are demonizing a lot of these headlines when a lot of these quote unquote leaks are lines just talking about this stuff. Not even. Yeah. Like from emails and stuff like that. This isn't like things that were like properly published in articles. It's like someone looked through his in meetings. You know what I mean? Like. And I'm yeah. not going to go off the words. You have to smell Microsoft's evil. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. I didn't have my electronic nose on. My bad. My bad. You can I'll do that next time. Now, yeah. <laughs> now, the one thing now, in defense of Microsoft, yep. kind of, everyone and their grandma who owns a Switch underestimated Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Let's keep it real. Okay. Let's honestly, yeah. let's honestly keep it real. Yeah, there was a lot of and I'm let me specifically no, say there was right. a lot of triple A developer shareholders that Shook. not only were like Boulder's Gate just ain't it, it will not it will never be it. Even it's y'all. just not happening. And then Bo- and then Larian was like, Yeah, about oh, that though. <laughs> Even when that was Stadia's baby, it didn't seem like they had that much confidence in it either. Because I I remember when Stadia had announced that they were bringing back Boulder's Gate and there was going to be Boulder's Gate 3. And it was, you know, they showed it, they announced it, but it wasn't something they were really pushing. And I know they couldn't just have everything ride on Boulder's Gate, but 
It doesn't I mean, look like they, they even had. In hindsight, they could have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It could have been a Baldur's Gate hindsight. three machine. Yo, man, I that man out the office who said, "Yo, just just get Baldur's Gate made. I promise you, it'll just be fine. Just Baldur's Gate." I'd be like, "Boy, if you don't get out my boardroom right now with your dumbass, <laughs> like somebody, yo, <laughs> yeah." And then the me. Lord year yeah. of man, twenty twenty three. Not only that, I mean, not even that. It'll just be like you just turn, you just go on Twitter, and it's just like. You know, everyone's talking about Baldur's Gate 3. Look at the concurrent players for Baldur's Gate 3. Look at these Steam numbers for Baldur's Gate 3. And this was a... fan-made edits of Baldur's Gate 3. We, we, this was a conversation that Blue and I had. Hmm. And it was specifically in regards to not only how quickly Baldur's Gate just blew up, but how Baldur's Gate blew up. Mm -hmm. Baldur's Gate... Baldur's Gate had no promotion of a typical AAA game. Absolutely none. But via word of mouth, the game spread. Look, if they the game gave every archive I own, archive our own. Oh no. Um oh boy. Fangirl what they needed. A vampire? Yep. A eight foot tall. Fire demon mommy. Carlac. Look, look at all these spoilers. A bear. A bear. Okay. You know what? Okay. Yes. Okay. A little bit. But at this point. Okay. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. If you didn't even hear anything. But yeah, anywho. But, but the point. The point is, is that they gave. They gave the girlies food because do you know what makes this world go around? Fangirls. <laughs> the gays in the I, days. I really thought the girls, you were about, the gays in the days, make this world go around when it comes to promoting stuff. Because I promise you, I knew nothing about My Hero Academia until I started seeing fan edits of Bakugo and uh, Deku. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, mm. like that's literally how I find out about anything popular. Because I am being a homoerotic person on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so not having to do with that. Um, now, Blue, do yep. you often use the xCloud? <laughs> yeah, I do. Probably more than I should. Um, okay. Yeah, they don't like it at work, but, you know, it'd be happening. <laughs> so, all right. So, let me... So, now, in regards to Xbox trying to be kind of a cloud machine, this was another one of the leaks. Like, what did you think about... What did you think about that, where most games delivery will probably be on xCloud and maybe you may not even have to uh, download a thing look personally I like that because you know one that also means I don't have to buy a console <laughs> um, but I, I like streaming I there are cons to it um, and it's it's you know it's the obvious con of lag um, but I don't experience that often enough for me to stop streaming with xCloud and um that's just made my whole experience super 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 great and that's i, I talk to bryson about this all the time because he's been his sony pony and me primarily on the xbox and that's what i say i'm primarily on the xbox i'm not a xbox um my the biggest value i have in the xbox community is the phrase that they be saying all the time and it's the play anywhere and I really feel that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, a Switch, yeah, you can play anywhere, but it's not the same quality. It's not the same vibes that you get from your Switch. 
when I can sit down at a computer almost anywhere and just plug up my controller and pick up where I left off in good quality, not just decent, like good quality um, visuals like in resolution, I'm I'm in for it. And 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 the um, response rate is good enough where I'm playing a Souls game like Lies of P. You know, now I'm not gonna play no fighting games. Don't don't, don't even no start me no, no 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 I'm no. I'm not gonna do that to myself. But <laughs> in general, I think the X Cloud really does what it says it's supposed to do, which is the play anywhere, and it's it's fast. You know what I'm saying? So, so, it is. so, so I would like for you I would like for you to hold on to that because if the machine that you currently have right now does X Cloud and it does it great and you yourself, you have not experienced personally any issues with lag that would be a deterrent for you to use that. Not so, enough significant issues, yeah. Yeah, not enough say, significant I issues. Say flawless, but you know what I'm saying? They get Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> so with that being said, would you even look towards the next Microsoft machine console Absolutely if not. Exactly. Like so. So at this Sorry, point, I'm just you finish my bed. <laughs> no, I. But you knew what I. You knew where I was going with it anyway. So yeah, no so point. it's fine. Like the cluster Unless, didn't even need to be done. Yeah, but the, the, and 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 it kind of it goes back to if they're going to try and phase out an older generation of games, or if they're going to just kind of keep what they got, right? Because stream anywhere are, really puts the consoles to just download machines and it's like if you want to play offline but half the games you can't even play offline so it's not to say what's the point right because lag is a con and it does happen and it is frustrating um but i would say 90 percent of the time minimum that's not a problem in my experience and the people that i've talked to and the people i've worked with and played with 90 percent of the time that has not been a problem so yeah going in the future the only reason why I'd want to get a new Xbox is because I want to run something locally that's yeah. only on Xbox. And and honestly, the <laughs> it's going to have to be a console seller. And the game that's closest to that right now is Fable. Um, closest to that. I'm not saying it's, it's definitely saying, hey, we're going to cash this check. But they need more games like that for me to say, oh, I actually need a console. You know, it's something I want to run locally. And even when I say streaming is the future, mm -hmm. uh, things like lag, like the, the input delay and resolution, yeah. bit rate, all that's going to get better over time. Yeah. It's going to get to a point where only people like, I'm going to say myself, are really looking at that difference between playing something with hardware in your home, playing it natively, like Terrence said, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and streaming it. So I feel like even if I won't be looking forward to streaming primarily, streaming my games primarily, I still feel like for the majority of gamers, when you give them the option to just stream this, this new game that they want to play and they don't have the hardware for it, they're going to do that. And if they can't see the difference because the latency has gotten so much better and yeah. the bit rate and resolution has gotten where it needs to be. No one's going to, well, most people are not going to feel the need to go out and buy a $500 console. It surprises me that Microsoft in that leak <laughs> planning on selling that console for $500. Yeah. 
and it's yep. still for the most part the same console just with faster download speeds and it's missing a disk drive so yeah it goes back to that whole uh digital only thing that a lot of people weren't a fan of when every when they, when people were still trying to get ps5s and it was like oh yeah you can get this one or you can get the one with the uh you know you can get the one with the disk drive and while the digital while the digital only console will solve the problem of crap this game is too large because they didn't decide to do any compression mm -hmm. it reignites the other problem of well if you all lose the license to this game it's just gone forever from me even though i bought it mm -hmm. you know running into i'm gonna i call it the scott pilgrim problem where i had scott pilgrim i own scott pilgrim but because sony lost the license Bro, couldn't play it that hurt my feelings but I definitely bought the game and I def it was definitely uh, it was definitely a thing that I owned in my catalog, but I couldn't play it. Yeah. And that's so, yeah, that that's that's the thing. Like, even for disc, if, if you you can have a disc, this is a key. This is now to download the game. Essentially. Well, now now there you go. If there now, if the disc was actually, if the disc contained the game and not a key, then it'd be a different conversation. Similar to like Fallout 76, people would go buy the physical game when the physical game was either just a paper key or maybe it was a disc that was just like, okay, boom, we got your hash code. Sorry, too much IT. Um, but we got your code and now we know. <laughs> and we know that you have to get the, and that you you deserve to get this game downloaded. I just want to make sure that, especially for the consumer, these games are games are getting more expensive. Game sizes are only getting bigger, and and I own a Steam Deck, so like oh, yeah, yeah, it is that too off topic. Uh, um it is uh, um we've been off topic at least six times and we already. and we still and we still have more to go so i'll keep so i'll keep this short um one of the best computer per one of the best computer gaming purchases i've ever made and i'm sorry one last question about that which version did you get uh i got the middle one gotcha. okay. yeah because it's expandable up to a terabyte mm-hmm so, yeah, you don't need to do anything with that. But let's actually go from on over these leaks and go to kind of a topic that was wonderfully brought up, which has to do with travel and gaming. Can we get a little bit of elaboration on that one? So the whole topic, um, travel and gaming, like the question posed is really how important is the journey to the destination? And this is a conversation that Bryson and I had um, about a year, year and a half ago two years ago uh yeah probably about two years ago and it, it kind of changed my perspective on a lot of uh, on video games in general um and so really the question how important is the journey to the destination it stems from talking about fast travel that that's how it really came into uh we were talking about okay. destiny 2 and we're talking about fast travel and we're talking about a couple other games but um oh, i think it was I can't remember the, the specific game we were talking about, Bryce, and it was an RPG. I remember that. And you hated that it had fast travel. I don't remember which one it was. I can't remember what it was. You I know hated that it had fast travel. And I'm sitting there. Initially, my response was, 
bro, what you talking about? Once you've been there, you should be able to fast travel back. You earned that, right? Mm-hmm. And to a degree, I still believe that, but I don't put nearly as much weight in it after w- w- kind of what you told me. And do you kind of want to give the, the people the insight you gave me, Bryson? Yeah, so I think... The, the easiest way to say it is I think that there's value um, in the journey. I think that there's, there's this level of immersion that can come from going from A to B in a video game. And also there's, there's some games where the game really is that A to B. Um, and certain, certain things are lost when you give the player the ability to just fast travel. Because um, I've played... There's, I could really keep going to all these different games, but yeah. I'll just, I'll jump to this because we might bring this up again. Star Citizen. Ooh, right? you said Citizen, okay. Star Citizen. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, not Field. Yeah, no, no. In Star Citizen, there's this, the weight of the game almost is the lack of fast travel. Like when it comes to dying. Because mm. when you die, yes, you lose all your stuff, but... Long story short, the way the game is set up right now, you can buy your stuff back. Um, but really what you lose is the time it took you to get to this destination that you, that you got to. Because every time you die, you respawn in a hospital. So oh, when you start the game, you start off in your apartment. So when you, when you get into a game, let's say you want to do just a, a, a quest, like a bounty quest or a delivery quest, whatever. You wake up in your apartment. You have to leave the apartment. You have to go to the train station. You have to take the train all the way to the spaceport. Then you have to, you know, call in your ship, take an elevator to the hangar that your ship is in, get into your ship, fly your ship out of the space station, fly your ship into space, fly your ship all the way to this planet. And it's like, it's, it's really yeah, tedious. Steps. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of steps. It's, it's tedious. And but I love it though. You feel and, involved and, in every part of it. Yeah, because if I just fast travel to this planet where my bounty was, and then I die, it doesn't really affect me that much. I just I come back. Okay, there's just that value of like I travel. I I there was this journey that I had to go through to get everywhere in the game. So it makes it feel more real. It, it feels just so much more immersive. And then. I'll even say some games, the value is different, like in Red Dead Redemption, you're on your horse almost everywhere, but there's dialogue and there's, you know, there's the development of the setting and the characters, and it's just, it adds so much. I will have to, I don't want to say disagree, but I can only see not using fast travel when it serves a purpose. And I'm even talking about the immersion because if I'm going to, if I, for example, if I have the option of fast traveling, I will. If I don't have the option of fast traveling, my question is, what am I doing on this trip except traveling? Like, is that really all I'm doing here? I'm just kind of like either holding my joystick forward or am I holding the A button or the trigger you know, moving fast? Like, am I looking for something? Am I trying to like collect stuff? Like if the game has me immersed, fine, but I want to be immersed in kind of like doing something. And and this is just coming from me. I definitely see the appeal of like, you know, the 
all of the steps that a normal person would do because you, you you won't be playing a video game at that point. You'll be playing as the person doing your very particular things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm it, it's when I'm thinking of fast travel or travel in general, mm-hmm. I'm always like, OK, how am I going to get best here? What's the purpose of this? And uh, an example that I will give is uh, No Man's Sky. In No Man's Sky, you have the ability to make teleporters to go almost everywhere, almost everywhere. You could make a teleporter, get a battery, boom, you are there almost instantly versus all of the different ways for you to travel from one planet to another. And in all of those ways for you to travel, is there something for you to do? Is there truly a purpose for you to be doing it versus just, hey, I'm moving you from point A to point B? Because me personally, why are you wasting my time? This can be a loading screen or something. Like, let's keep it pushing. I, I think you like, agreeing with them. I think well, you're, I was going to say you're agreeing, but not agreeing. Yeah. You like, just want it. It's an in-between. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I have no problem with travel as long as it's there and something to do. Like, it, the, the immersion is just lower on my priority list because the time that I'm putting into the game is of a higher priority. I was just going to say my ADHD could never. Yeah. Or, I mean, <laughs> then, I mean, you can only watch you can only watch ho- horse plops for so long until afterwards okay, you're like. simulator, yes. <laughs> it depends on the game. Yeah, but that's, yeah. that's exactly the point right there. You know, whatever you're immersed in, right? ADHD... And any kind of attention deficit or any any kind of attention span, whatever holds your attention in the moment is is kind of what we're referencing, right? And so mm-hmm. it's really like from A to B, what is the purpose of A to B? Are you telling a story from A to B? Are you and the story doesn't have to be literally like a part of a script. It could be um the difficulty from getting from A to B, there's a, a bunch of enemies on the way, or maybe you have to clear them out um, only one time and they don't come back, or you have to keep them off the roads for whatever reason. Um, there's there's all kinds of, you know, uh, activities and, and interactions that uh, video games put in uh, from A to B. And I think the teleportation from A to B can be important too. And that's why I think the environment at the end of the day is really that's why the journey is so important because the fast travel can be a good thing if it's Mm -hmm. used properly and here um Mm -hmm. even destiny 2 right destiny 2 when you're playing uh when you're going from one planet to another you're not nearly as in control as you are in when you're playing um no man's sky or even star citizen right but Mm -hmm. the fast travel in destiny 2 plays visually plays such a role into um who you are and how you play that we don't even mind it too much you know when you're floating in orbit with your friends and you see all the ships together that's dope you don't want to necessarily be holding the controller to make that that happen because there's so many other things to do in destiny 2 at the time and then you say hey everybody we're jumping to this spot you don't want to have to coordinate that you coordinate a bunch of other things in destiny 2 but it's still a movement together that is a journey that is a story to get you to that destination if we went from ground to ground it wouldn't be a space rpg no and that's that's well i'm not going to talk about starfield right now we ain't got the time but (laughs) you understand that there's a difference between there's a difference between a, a click 
um fast travel that means close to nothing and another click fast travel that has a story to it i like what gamer brought up with, mm-hmm. with no man's sky earning your fast travel yeah i think that's huge i was playing a game i don't know if you have ever played it it's called uh, kingdom two crowns or kingdom crown it's a, mm. it's a side-scrolling game but once you progress far enough in the game, travel becomes a huge part of it. Um, you need, you would want a horse to travel faster because on one side of the map, something could be happening and you need to get over there immediately or as, as fast as possible. So it's, it's really a part of the gameplay. But you can also, I can almost spoil it or whatever, you can build <laughs> teleporters in the game. And then when you build right. teleporters, it's, you know, it's fast travel. But it feels like you earned. It's earned. It. Yeah, and yeah. everything that you would have gotten from the journey, from that A to B, you've already gotten that in order to build the teleporter in the first place. So, I'm not, and that's not me saying that. Like I feel, once you've been somewhere, you should not. Have yeah, to. I was about to <laughs> say, there's two yeah. sides to that. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. I still feel like the other thing that gamer brought up, um, the, the first part, I think, if. It was that was what gamers said was really similar to what you were saying when we had that first conversation, Blue. Mm-hmm. And my thing with with fast travel also is, I would rather a game have me. Um, I would rather a game be built in a way that would make me not want to fast travel. Yeah, I think if a game is. If the design of the game is so well done that I don't want to use the fast travel option, that, that's amazing. And I would prefer to see that in a lot of games. I'm okay, like, I let it slide with, you know, with certain games because, you know, it just is what it is. Fast, people want to fast travel. Yeah. But something like, like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They, put, they put work into the fast travel. Like you take the train. It's like a little animation. It's cool. But I would never yeah. want to fast travel in Spider-Man. I yeah. want to swing around. But swinging is fun. If I ever want yeah. to fast travel in Spider-Man, it feels like it's a cop out. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like it's not a cop out, but like, let me tell you the something. Traversal's not there. The I fast traveled in Spider-Man. I think twice. Mm-hmm. One because they told me to, and the other one because I didn't have enough time to to swing across because I had to leave soon and I really, really wanted to play. You see what I'm saying? That's the only reason because other than that, I'm swinging through there until I find somebody to hit. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm just like... Yeah, because the the traversal mechanic is so much fun. Yes, yeah. So, I, I, I get what Bryson's saying. I get what you're saying, Mr. Gamer. The journey is important whether it's fast traveled or not. It's important. And it has to be a journey. I think that's what it comes down to. It has to be a journey. However short or long, it has to be a journey and not just a click. Because we click and go from different websites all day, every day. We don't need to do that yeah. in video games. You know oh, no. I No, I completely agree with that. And I yeah. think, like, making sure that you can, like, you know, getting to the end, getting to your destination at, at all times, like, you, you want it to be... You, you want it to be worth it. And like just for our audiences, you know, at the end of this podcast, I want to make sure that they know everybody who was on here. So with that being said, I am Mr. Gamer. 
And I'm Kitty Duvall. And we have been happily joined with... Uh, I'm Blue. I'm Bryson. And uh, yeah, we're from Kyber Arts. (laughs) All right. And with that being said, this is Mr. Gamer signing off.